0: Welcome back to the Life School Masterclass Show, a place where visionary leaders build a life and business legacy on purpose through mindset, branding, marketing, sales systems, and team so they can make an amazing impact and income and positively affect their communities worldwide. Ensure that you are sharing the show, you're subscribing, and you also are leaving us a review so we can create more amazing content around those areas to help you level up to the next level and also bring amazing guest experts that can share their knowledge and expertise with you so that you can create amazing legacy. All right, Legacy Builders, welcome back to another show. Who's ready to create more legacy for 2024? I know that that's for some of you. That actually might be the word, (laughs) the theme, the word or the theme for 2024. So thank you so much again for joining me with another amazing guest and conversation interview. Today's guest is very special to me, a connection that I made a while back. So I'm so excited to have her back. What captured me is her strong presence and energy and also how much wisdom she actually has to share. So today we're going to talk about healing your money drama right in line with setting, you know, our goals and and being in good alignment with our goals that are going to move us ahead into all the different areas of our lives as we talk about the entire holistic human here at the the life school uh, because we know that it's not just about uh you know the definition of success or having a successful business that you no longer enjoy but also the alignment of your relationships your health your money your time back which is such an important uh area as well so uh yeah today we'll focus on money drama so without further ado i'd love to welcome my guest today dr anita Jackson. Uh, she does amazing work in this area. And Anita, before we jo- dive into the conversation, I'd love to ask you and get some background or, or just tap into your purpose. What led you to the work you're doing today? What are some of the most meaningful moments that you could share with us?
1: Well, no, thanks a lot for allowing me to be here with you and to start the new year off with such a powerful conversation with a powerful house sister like yourself. I'm truly honored to be here and, and to see and to witness, and it's, it's you know the power of you making an impact in the world and um, to be on this journey with you. So let me start off by saying I, I'm a work in progress. I'm a woman who's done a lot, but I've realized, especially when it comes to money, wealth, and abundance, that i'm still a woman in progress i'm still a woman who's healing my own money drama and it took uh years about 12 years to really do that deep diving kind of work because money is such a, a sensitive topic and yet it's such a powerful one and when we as women really start to understand the essence of it we can change our lives our families' lives our community and the world So I have a formal background. So if you look at my resume, it's it's pretty impressive, yet at the same time, I I feel like I'm no different than any other woman. I've had my own journey of drama, of pain, of losses, of brokenness, of um, homelessness, of crazy things that have happened in my life that has interfered with my ability to move forward and make the impact that I'm making now. So to answer your question, Um, I have a background as a formerly as a marriage family therapist did that for 27 years have a background as a um, organizational psychologist um, working with mostly corporations did that for 18 years. I'm also a background as an assistant professor working at the higher education level so universities. Um, in psychology and in business, did that for 18 years. I have a background as a publisher for 11. So you can, I can just keep going on and on and all the things that I've done and accomplished. And yet, despite how much you know, sometimes I think there used to be a, a TV show that um, the smartest people can sometimes be the dumbest ones. <laughs> they can be the ones that don't know hardly anything. And I think God lovingly allowed me to enter into a very interesting journey where my life turned upside down, and that's what really helped me begin to heal my own money drama. So my purpose on this planet is to work with as many women as possible and helping them first heal into their higher self, heal into the part of knowing that I am enough confidently, unapologetically, and then from there, showing up so powerfully especially if they feel that they are called to the masses, they're called to speak to the world. I've been very blessed to have been on multiple stages. I create stages, I make things happen. And my calling for 2024-25 is we need to get, especially women, we need to come together face to face. We need to see each other. We need to be in each other's presence. We need to hug on each other. We need to love on each other. Why? Biologically, when women actually come together, we create what's called the feminine prosperity hormone. So there's a hormone that's in our DNA, that's in our body, that helps us become wealthy and abundant. So I'm on this planet to create as many events as possible that brings women together, that allows us to heal our sisterhood, that allows us to step into our power, that allows us to make more money so that we can change our family, our community and the world. That's what I'm on this planet to do.
0: Well, you have such a clear sense of purpose, and yeah, your journey is amazing, all the wisdom you must have gathered from all those different areas. But what I know from even my personal professional experience is that everything somehow connects together. So that is how we are able to add value to the world or even share things from a different perspective. And I also love the power of connection, as you mentioned, because if you speak from the heart, if you take away all the agenda, I love that you started with. We're always evolving. Right. And uh, I can so resonate with uh, the fact that the more you learn, I also have the same like affirmation. I don't I don't know if it's a healthy one, but the more that I learn, I'm like, oh, my gosh, the more I don't like I realize I don't know. I don't know
1: anything exactly.
0: (laughs) So, you know, it's kind of that that thing that if used, obviously, in a healthy way, can keep us as a life student and can keep us on this journey of learning, growing, expanding. And I think it's our responsibility to expand as humans, as you said, or as women, especially, because then we have... Something we have more to to create impact with. We have more yeah. experience to share, so we can create a bigger impact. So it's not only for us; it's also for the mission, the pur- vision, the purpose that we have, in the way that we have, you know, our inner calling, or we feel uh, that it's connected to our purpose to be able to serve the world within our own imperfections and authenticity. Because at the end of the day, that's ma- makes us who we actually are and beautiful, um, you know, humans. So absolutely. I love that. I mean, I the
1: think. world is hurting right now. We're, we're still in a dark place. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, I'm going to probably speak a lot from the psychologist. But the psychologist, those of you who know, psychology is all about studying humans, or individuals and groups and the patterns and the dysfunctions that we operate through that impacts how we live our life, um, powerfully or dysfunctionally. And so I'm fascinated why some people are successful and other people aren't. And so one of the things that has really come very clear is this: if there's ever a time for us as women to really show up for ourselves first and foremost, and then for everyone else, now is the time to do it. And that means we've got to be willing to be grown women who step into our queenship and take responsibility for the patterns that we may have created that prevent us from actually making the impact that we want because we still have this fear of we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're not pretty enough, we're too tall, we're black, we're white, we're All those little limiting beliefs, there comes a point where you have to decide enough's enough and and when you decide that word is my favorite word in the dictionary that word decision i'll say it that way means to reach a definite conclusion you want to heal your money drama you have to make a decision that you're going to heal your money drama that's the first brain-based neurological psychological spiritual wisdom and principle i want to give every woman you've got to decide it and it's not going to be easy but it can be life transforming very quickly if you follow the path of the decision you've made. And I think women tend to struggle with allowing themselves to make big, bold, audacious decisions. I've always been one who says, "Ooh, if that's the next mountain, let's get there, and then I'll see another one, let's go there. I don't do small well. I don't do mediocre well. I get bored. <laughs> so I have to pursue something really big. And that's why I've accomplished so much. There's always something bigger to do to make a bigger impact in the lives of others. So yeah. my purpose has always been, go to the next level, go to the next level.
0: Yeah, and then for some, that's part of our purpose, right? For some of us, that's part of our purpose. For other people, it might be in their relationships For because I could see this show up in so many different areas. For some, it's in the achievement of their career. For some, it's in their business. For some, it's in their health. So I think, you know, Back to what you were saying, I love the pattern uh, dynamic that you talked about. Also, being a student of uh, <laughs> neuroscience myself, because yeah. um, uh, there's so much explanation for a lot of the things that we maybe called woo woo, you know, prior before we, you know, we know and we kind of get to see these in our lives, but are so so important. It's funny how you mentioned queen because to me, a woman is like the the, the foundation of, of society, right? You yeah. are. You know, I I call them lionesses, like I resonate with lioness because it's like, you know, a lioness is the queen of the jungle. Right. So it's like we're so pivotal to society, you know, not not in only the aspect of being a mom, but even just as a, you know, as a woman. And we haven't even explored a lot of the potential or uh, the gifts that we have inside of us. So, you know, I. It's always about uh, shining our lights and and staying connected to our purpose and supporting one another. I think yeah, what you
1: want. know, if you really think about it, the, the woman and and the feminine essence within her, we are the cornerstone to the moral development, the character development, the the expertise of what happens in our world, the value that we bring. It's nine times out of ten a woman's responsible for that being developed within her children. So she's got a lot of power just in that alone, but somehow, somewhere along the line, we've gotten convinced of, of us not being good enough. That that one fascinates me so much. And I've struggled with it myself, which is why I have pursued so deeply um, to heal that part of myself. Because I know when you really, it's one thing to think that you know that you're enough, it's a whole nother thing to embody it and to live according to that truth, because that embodiment piece of really knowing that you're enough is peace. And I think so many women do not have peace in their body, their soul, and their spirit. And and their spirit is the part that's whole, that's complete, where nothing's broken, nothing's missing. And so if all three of those pieces, or if you look at the whole wheel of wellness, of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, relational, financial, global, all aspects of wellness, if they're not in, uh, I don't like the word balance, harmony. So if they're not in harmony, they're not in peace, then we're, we're having experiences. This is where the money drama comes in. We have experiences where money comes in easily and then it disappears really quickly because we haven't mastered or really understood the difference between what is money, what is wealth. I'm great at making money, horrible at building wealth. So I had to start learning how to really heal my money drama. And that drama is if you get a check and then you're like, it's gone before I get it, that's money drama. <laughs> if if you're not building wealth where you can be free, that's drama. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, that's drama. Especially if you know you should be making more and you can't, there means there's a there's a gap in there somewhere and maybe a really big gap because there's all these little pieces in there that need to be repositioned and realigned. And there are some specific things that can be done to help you make that decision. Does that make sense? That makes a lot
0: of sense. And I just resonate with one of the things that you said, which has been my inner work around. If I'm successful, I will have so much responsibility. And I don't know if I can handle it also with the money piece. Oh, I've
1: heard that before
0: lack in my family and um or also even um how money can break up people so those stories can creep up especially you know as we get older and we want to um you know empower ourselves and and kind of make make money with our careers or our businesses whatever it is that stuff is so important. So that would actually be my next question for you, Anita, based on your extensive work, I'm sure you've also seen patterns of dysfunction around money drama. So what are some (laughs) five ones? (laughs) That you can share with us um, so that people can start to connect some of those dots for themselves, just like I did.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, you know, let let me see if I can come a different direction. Let me talk about how your brain functions on money, um, especially a woman. So a woman's brain and a man's brain, they all have the same pieces, if you will, but they function a little bit differently. So there are three specific functions that our brain has. It focuses on seeking pleasure. Let me say it the right way. Conserving energy, avoiding pain, seeking pleasure. That's all. That's all that your beautiful, gorgeous, powerful brain is doing every single day. It's taking information and dropping it into those different categories. So if one of those categories, nine times out of ten, it's... um, conserving energy or avoiding pain. Those are the two areas that tend to be the most until you've healed your money drama, then we start to focus on how do we give ourselves permission to really experience pleasure on a physical level, mental level, emotional level, spiritual level, all those levels. So let's go back and start talking about the pain aspect and the energy aspect. So if the brain's focus is conserving energy, you already know that every thought you have is energy. And depending upon the level of intensity of that thought, so let's say the thought is around, um, there's been abuse in your life, and there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of trauma in your life, then those thoughts are gonna be pretty negative and pretty intense. And what people don't realize is those thoughts are like, um, have you ever experienced a paper cut on your finger? This little paper cut can cause so much damn pain. It's like, how can something so little hurt so much? And it looks like it's just a little cut, but it's painful. That's how those negative thoughts work in our brain. And then when it does that, that negative thought, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not able to make enough money, I'm working so hard trying to make it happen, but it's not happening. It 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 actually drains us, that's the word I'm looking for, drains us of the energy. So the next thing you know, you're having a hard time focusing, you're having a hard time concentrating, you're having a hard time recalling information, um, you start to kind of have this pullback, you can energy energetically fill yourself with resistance. And we all know that what you resist persists. And then the next thing you know, there's fear that's developing. You may not even know that it's fear because your heart, that's my journey. I'm such a go-getter. I'm such a highly spiritual, highly ambitious woman. I'm constantly making things happen. I'm constantly moving that I would never consider myself a person of fear. But you have to also look at that sometimes being overly busy is a self-sabotaging behavior and fears underneath all that. The fear of it's going to hurt. I don't have enough time. Um, I'm going to always be in this situation, whatever the situation be. The, The list is endless, as we all know. And that drains us. And so the next thing you know, your energy, frequency and vibration is low and you can't attract anything to you. So you're constantly having this vicious cycle of the same kind of experiences over and over again. And all that information is going into your brain and your brain is saying, wait a minute, There's a lot of pain here. So I have to go into a defense mechanism and it's either going to go into a fight or flight kind of response um, or it's going to shut down completely. And the next thing you know, you're you're avoiding, you're resisting, you're not even aware of what your money set points are. And so you've got to be willing to say, I've got to stop this cycle, this vicious cycle of pain by being bold enough, brave enough, strong enough to look at all the issues in my life so I can make some changes. So that's how the conserving energy and the avoiding pain is so powerfully connected. Um, There's so much more I can say, but I'm trying to give a really brief overview.
0: Yeah, I'm like, are you in my brain? (laughs) Because you were just like uh, so clearly articulating and I think it's really, really important and important information to even understand how our brain works. So that would be my next question for you, um, Anita what is the difference between female and male? Is there like a difference between our brains?
1: Right. Like right. right. gender? I like this. am so excited. Okay, so I'm gonna take off my ring so I can use this better. So imagine that this is a brain, right? So if you've looked at a brain on the top side, you always know that there's something down the center, right down the center of your brain, you have um, oh, I forgot what the name of it is. Of course, my brain's going to forget. I don't. I didn't become a medical doctor because I couldn't pronounce the words, but I became a psychologist because I could. Um, but I'm still fascinated with it. So, in in the brain, um, there's a right hemisphere and a left hemisphere, and each of these hemispheres have a responsibility for how we process information, how we live our life, how our organs function, all that wonderful stuff. So, for a man's brain. Uh, both hemispheres are not connected they touch well there's a little bit of a gap and that little gap in there is where they have neurons firing so we've got neurological pathways and neurons and serons and all these medical things are firing in a woman and a man's brain however a woman's brain is actually connected so both of her hemispheres are working together so not that a man doesn't have a full brain response but a woman just has it a little bit more does that make sense so for a man his brain operates one hemisphere at a time this is why he can have selective hearing and this is why sometimes he does stupid stuff like jump like you have a 14 year old or 15 to 20 year old son, he decides he wants to jump off the roof into a pool, that's because the only part of his brain is functioning and operating. Truth be told, uh, between the age of 12 and 25, the brain, uh, man's frontal lobal cortex, so this part of the brain that actually deals with thinking, <laughs> critical thinking, deteriorates, so it breaks down for a little bit. This is why he does stupid stuff during that time frame. but it never fully rebuilds. Now for a woman, it actually gets bigger. During that time frame, so she processes more. Her amygdala—that's what's in control of our emotions and our feelings. It's bigger in us than it is in a man. So this is why we feel things more intensely. We process things through our emotions. This is also why I think we take things so much more uh, deeply. We end up self 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 sabotaging ourselves more because of all the emotional responses that are there. So for a woman's brain, her brain is on fire literally all the time, it's processing all the time. So if a man is only processing you know, 25 to 37,000 words, double that for a woman, that's just mm-hmm. how our brain works. And then we produce certain hormones and chemicals in spades compared to a man who produces it as well, but not at the high level. So we've just got all this chemical cocktail and we've got our beautiful, gorgeous brain and um, if we really understood all this, we could make better decisions in how we handle money, how we handle pain, how we conserve energy, and how we seek pleasure, which allows us to come back to harmony. And when we're in harmony and when we're in alignment with ourselves, and especially with God, source, of spirit, that's when we can see our energy, frequency, and vibration start to flow much more easily, effortlessly, and continuously. And there comes a point where I think twenty twenty-four is the year where if we really master our beingness, our divine feminine beingness, and connect that so deeply to God is the only source of all. I'll use the word God because that resonates with me, then abundance of money, it's attracted to that. Otherwise it's like a child and it's gonna be, you know, all willy nilly and needs attention. And if you don't give it enough attention, it acts out. Money drama. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, as you're explaining the difference between both brains, you know, a lot of like programming from culture. It's like, okay, girls are, you know, more mature, you know, wiser. Like, I can see the difference, my daughter, and my son, you know, not to yeah. compare, obviously, we're all unique people. But uh, you know, I guess now that makes a lot of sense based on kind of how you articulated the difference between both brains. And the more we know about thyself, know thyself is, is something yeah. that we have found this, And the more we mature as women as well, the more we go back to ourselves and we discover so much more about ourselves and we learn to go back to that source as you were explaining it. So I think, you know, the more information is out there, the more education is out there and the more we can understand how our own, you know, unique brain and and other features also work so that we can use them uh, to do more good in the world in service to ourselves and others. I think that those are the next steps once you discover it then, You want to put it in in service to um to um, create value for other people as well
1: um i'm i i so love what you're saying and, and you know like i said this year i think is a very powerful year i do think there is an energetic and spiritual shift that's taking place already And those women who are tapping into their divinity, their intuition, their discernment, and they're really living from their spiritual beingness, you're going to see a powerful outpour of blessings, of success, Um, which means you have to be in the right community. You have to be in the right um, programs. You have to hear the right messages. You have to be willing to follow through. You have to learn how to not be distracted. Ooh, Jesus, that one's a good one. Um, Learning not to be distracted. You have to Um, really know where your money set point. If I can leave anything with you, I want all of you to check out your money set point because you have one. And it may be the set point that's either preventing you from moving forward because you haven't even reached it or you've reached it and now you're stuck because you haven't made the decision to move beyond it. Does that make sense so far?
0: I love it because we're beautifully going into the solution space now or some of the things that we can do. So tell me more about that, the money set point. Okay. so
1: in psychology we there used to be a study that started off with the happy happiness set point and then more and more psychologists started to do research research and found that every person on this planet has different type of set points and that set point basically says this is how far this is my comfort zone This is where I'm willing to go consciously or unconsciously. Most of the time it's unconsciously. This is how far I'm willing to go in regards to how comfortable I am when it comes to sex, when it comes to happiness, when it comes to joy, when it comes to money, when it comes to living my best life. There's a set point inside you. And nine times out of 10, that set point has come from your childhood. It came from your mother wounds, your father wounds. It came from what you witnessed your parents dealing with in your life, what you've dealt with in your own life. You've got a set point. So if we're talking about money specifically, how you identify it is you go to how much money have I made in a year? I don't care what source it came through, whether it came through a job, whether it came through your business, whether it came through your sales of doTERRA, I don't care, um, an alimony add that all together bring it all together and whatever that total is you multiply that by three body soul spirit your whole beingness so that is your money set point which basically means i could make this amount of money and feel okay and nine times out of ten most of us aren't even at our set point so let's say my set point is 2.5 million by the way that's what my set point is 2.5 million but I keep hitting it and then dropping, hitting it and then dropping, or not even getting close to it, then that means there's there's a resistance in there, there's a block, there's a money block in there. And it goes beyond just it being within my chakras. It has a lot to do with my belief systems, my childhood, the patterns that I've created, the patterns that are in my neurological pathway of my brain, the patterns that are in my energy, frequency, and vibration in how I speak and what I listen to, who I hang around, what I eat, all of those patterns have now conditioned that set point. And there comes a point where even if it's a high set point, there's this level of fear of if I get there, I'll use your phrase, there'll be more responsibility and I'll have less time to live my best life. So we'll self-sabotage to not even allow ourselves to get there. Does that make sense? So we've got to be able to look at it to say, I have a high set point. Why am I not reaching it? Why am I not allowing myself to experience this kind of wealth and abundance? So not only do I have to look at it spiritually and energetically and psychologically, then I have to look at my business. Am I charging too low? Maybe I'm only charging $150 um, per hour when I should be charging $2,000 or $5,000 or 50,000 and recognizing that, hey, I've got that capacity inside me, I'm designed for it. And the best way to do it is to really know what your set point is, look at the past three years. If they're about the same, give or take a few hundred uh, dollars here or there, because that's usually how it works, then that's a set point. You're not able to move past it till you make a decision. I had a set point and my set point was pretty low. And when I really started to see it, I was making the same amount of money for the past three years, really right around the pandemic. And I decided this year or last year, oh hell to the no, I'm breaking this set set point. And I did, I moved past it tremendously because I had decided, I reached that definite conclusion that I wasn't going to allow whatever fear or hang up to continue to condition the success that i was going to have in my life because i knew i was called to something bigger so i moved power now this year i've set even a bigger goal because I, I plan on quadrupling it that's my goal does that make sense
0: a lot of sense so then how do we move past it <laughs> this is the right. best question
1: i to have a program for that one
0: tell me where tell your it. work is i guess <laughs> what can but, you share with us
1: yeah i'll start by saying you know really assess um where you, how much money you're making what's coming in what's going out you've got to look at what am i spending my money on and am i spending it on the right things or am i trying to fulfill some sort of internal psychological need like eating you know if you're eating when you're not hungry there's a re, it's usually an emotional issue why there's there's a comfort you're trying to to, to give to yourself or there's something you're avoiding Money will tell you the exact same thing. So if you go back and you realize that you're spending a lot of money on Starbucks, don't get me wrong. I love me some Starbucks, but it's not building you wealth. This may be where you have to make a new decision. Is my money building me wealth? My CPA said to me about four years ago, he said, neither you make great money, but you have nothing to show for it. And what's going to happen is eventually you're going to go broke. And I was so mad at it. I was like, I was offended. How dare you say something like that to me? All in my pride. And um, you know, thank God for prayer and spirituality and spending time in stillness and quietness when I realized, it took about six months in all honesty, six months to finally sit down and do what he told me to do. And I actually learned about the set point from him. So I thank God for my CPA all the time because he's like, you, you're smart, you're intelligent, you're powerful, you're anointed, you're a woman of God. You could make so much more, but you're at the set point. You make good money here. But you've been doing it for five years it's not growing it's not changing it's not improving so you're which means and he said it the hard way if your money's not changing and improving neither are you and i'm like oh my god that was another punch in the guy <laughs> so that means you're not growing because you're stuck and i'm like wow that's deep with all my knowledge book knowledge that's what i needed to hear so then i started to pursue how am I stretching myself every single year? So let me give you some other psychology. We just started the new year, we're five days in. Um, You have now, what is it, 85 days to really make some powerful decisions to change your life because the first 90 days are going to set the tone for what happens for the rest of the year. And what typically happens is we may set these goals, these resolutions at the beginning of the year, we drop them by the time we get to the second quarter because we get distracted. And we haven't made enough of a decision, reach that definite conclusion. We haven't reached that attitude that says, this year, I'm breaking this pattern. I'm going beyond this set point. I refuse to have anything less than God's best for me. Until you get to that or you're hearing that kind of message over and over again, I put myself at so point number two. I put myself in a situation where I was surrounded by very successful people and I was being poured into almost every single day. So, because of that, it helped me stay focused on making the change that I needed to make that helped me move past my set point or at least get really close to it. And now the goal is okay, I have to restructure my business. I started to work with corporations. And that started to take me to a whole nother level. And now I want other women to do the same thing for themselves as well.
0: Gotcha. So I got some homework for what you just explained, because I'm a good student. So then once you figured out internally where, where, where you are actually spending and how you are positioning your money and where that's coming In from. Beginning.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep.
0: Then the next step to, to go with is, okay, now figure out what you need to learn or what are the gaps in your knowledge or skills or experience or strategy or whatever it is,
1: mm-hmm. so that
0: you can start to align yourself with those people and opportunities and you know, raise your revenue. Because obviously we're all entrepreneurs here, so it's always like that's top of mind. How do we increase our sales in our business?
1: Well, if I can make it even more specific, if you will, do your assessment. Be willing to take a hard look at what's going on in your money. Look at your credit cards, look at your percentages, look how much is coming in, look how much is going out, look at where it's going. Is it really serving your highest goal and purpose for your life? Nine times out of 10, it's probably not. Second thing is, forgive yourself. Give yourself a great deal of grace because I think we as women are so hard on ourselves that we can beat ourselves up and that's going to lower our energy, frequency and vibration. Third thing is once you've forgiven yourself, really saying you just didn't have, you didn't know what you didn't know. You didn't have the information. I now know this. I can make a new decision. That's the most powerful thing about a woman. She could change her mind. Change your mind, queen. Change your mind. So once you've changed your mind, then find a community or a mentor who's going to hold you. Account- and this is this is not a like, um. although eight week programs are great, sometimes you need the long program that really keeps yeah. you in the energy and the frequency of hearing the right information and doing it. I did that all for the past two years, which is why I had the breakthrough. Like next week, I'm going to a women's financial growing program for a whole week. It's an intensive, it's deep. And I'm like, why? Because I want to take it to the next level. I need to saturate myself in that kind of an environment. So so assess, forgive, give yourself some grace, and then make a new decision to break past this. Find someone who can help you break past this, whether it's an individual coach or a group or a combination of the two, and then you'll see results very quickly.
0: All right. Thank you so much for that recap. And thank you so much for all this amazing conversation, Anita. I think me and you can keep going and going and going because there's you're just a wealth of information. and wisdom. I, again, I, I thank you for your time and all the amazing wisdom you have shared so far with us. And I would love to end the interview with... Uh, maybe asking you what is your theme or final word for 20 or or the word for 2024 or where is your focus for 2024 and also where is it that people can further continue the conversation with you and find out more from all these
1: amazing resources that you have shared with us so far. Thank you so much. I, uh, so my word for the year for 2024 is, um, um, overflow. I choose to operate in overflow this year so that I'm not drained, I'm not burned out, I'm not overwhelmed, I'm not stressed. So what what's going to help me live in overflow? So that for me, from a money perspective, that meant hitting a certain amount of money. So that's what I'm focusing on. And then you can always find out about me on my website, you know, www.dranita.mjackson.com. I'll send a link. So if everyone's interested in joining my upcoming Activate Your Feminine Wealth Revival program, it's an eight week program that's coming up very soon. Um, I would love to have everybody join us there as well
0: all right beautiful definitely go check out Anita's website and Anita is also part of the live school so you're able to connect with her there thank you so much Anita for everything that you're doing out there in the world all this amazing work out there impacting people changing lives and sharing your uh your impact and your expertise with more women I think uh there's so much need for this there's so much need sometimes you know we think that um As women, when we want to show up and we've already discovered our gifts or we feel alive with our purpose, that you know there's other people doing this or maybe it's too much you know the market might be too uh, saturated and all those limiting beliefs that usually come up but at the end right. of the day there's only one of you so right. you know and your path is only yours so i think as long as you stay consistent and you're always learning and growing go back between life student and a teacher i always say when you learn something sherry just like you did yeah. with us today and uh, you know that's kind of the fulfillment of the soul and also your money will absolutely align with that as well so that your profit aligns with your purpose i think yes. at the end of the day that's what most us most uh, of us want um, so that we can you know live a life of contribution and, and purpose. So, thank you so much, Anita, and thank you for watching. You know how to support our show by sharing it with other amazing purpose driven entrepreneurs, just like our guest today, and also subscribe and share it. I heard that, um, in order for the podcast to be found on major platforms, this might be a good, um, uh, uh, also takeaway from a lot of you that have podcasts now, the platforms are prioritizing subscribing to the shows, so and that's how. They, you, I guess you get fed up the algorithm. So, hopefully, that's a great tip for you as well. And uh, yeah, please subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. Thank you so much, and have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye, everybody.
1: Everybody, bye.
0: Looking for alignment between your purpose and your profit in your business. If you are experiencing these two main pain points in your business, lack of consistent cash flow and sales and also lack of knowledge and strategy for scalability then we must connect i would love to schedule a call for a 30-minute free discovery session where i could see what you have built me where you are in your phase and stage of growth and also help you identify some of the gaps that you might be experiencing in your business, in the alignment of your purpose and profit, and also in really carrying forward that vision that you have for your company moving forward for your impact and also for your profit. Schedule a free 30-minute discovery call in the link below as my calendar gets very full very fast, and I'm looking forward to seeing you there.